All right, it's not a true stream, it's the scuff stream. I know, you gotta scuff everything to start. Good, say something. Okay, I think I can be heard now. There we go. Alright, so uh, once again, yeah. my name is Cooler Monster Gaming, and I'm joined by my co host. Gibbles Destruct. You can find me on YouTube and Twitch. Um, you can also find me on TikTok with Treebard. It's a bunch of like nature walks. I rarely pump that one. Turn your phone silent. My phone isn't on. Like, what are you talking about? It is on silent. I'll show you, like. It's on, it's on vibrate. So, no. Alright. <laughs> um all right guys, so today we are gonna be talking about um a few things. Topic of overview for today, as this title has stated, is uh can Final Fantasy 14 keep it up with the content between now and Dawn Trail, which has been slated for it's not my phone anymore. I just muted mine. Um <laughs> Are you sure it's on a phone where you're working? Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, can you keep up the content between now and Dawn Trail, which is slated to come out sometime in the summer of 2024? A lot of us expect that to be eight months or so from now. Uh, it's a long time. It's a long time with uh, with only one last half patch to come out between now and then. Um, we'll, we'll get into some discussions on what we think if they can if they can survive the drought um, and keep keep players subscribed. Our second topic for today is. Um, I don't have his alerts, so if they're on, I the sound's turned off. Um, I mean, my alerts should be working. Well, your alerts won't work on my stream unless I have your link for them. Mm. Um, but we'll look at it. Um, anyways, uh, our second topic for today is player griefing um, and uh, blacklisting and uh, cheating. Uh, there's been some stuff that's kind of popped up that excuse me, has kind of uh, caused people to ask that question of whether Square Enix is doing enough to be able to kind of stave that off. Um, some very hot topics. Some super hot topics for episode one. Gotta, gotta get into the hot stuff. Uh, but before we start that, uh, we're going to jump into some news. We are going to go over a little bit of old, old news because uh, this is the first episode and we haven't been able to talk about stuff. So we want to get ourselves up to date with the new and latest and greatest things in Final Fantasy or things to come. Um, but a new one uh, this week, the new or the old pizza emote has uh, been released as a purchasable emote, emote on the Mog Station. This is causing a lot of drama because it was a $15 GitHub promotional a couple of years ago. Um, and some players ended up spending uh, spending over $100 on the emote when they bought it on eBay because they were unable to do GitHub um, or to do Grubhub, excuse me. Uh, and uh, and so that's been a, been a big topic of consent, consent, uh, contention because of it being a, a $7 emote off of a $15 purchase. Um, little piece of news for number two, cloud server testing starts today. So if you're interested in being a part of the cloud server testing that they are doing, it starts today, works its way through to November 27th. Anybody who joins gets uh, access to all 80 battle gear. Um, as well as all leveled classes to 80, uh, being able to start in Endwalker and push their way through. You also get 50 million gil 
uh, and a couple of other items to go with it. Those items are not transferable off onto a different server. Once you use the money, you lose it, and once the server sets its end, it is gone. Uh, we're gonna change things up a little bit with a little bit of video. What's going on, Rex? Um, we got some video on the new class announced, Viper. It's a dual-wielding sword uh, class where they connect the swords from the base and causes it to do a bunch of whirly fun stuff. I, I am so excited. It's a trick this weapon so from good. Bloodborne. It looks so good. Like, it's, it's actually a trick weapon from Bloodborne. It I'm is. so excited. It's actually a trick weapon. It's, it looks really good. I also love that there's a lot of like lightning abilities that go on with it from what I've seen. Yeah, it looks really good. It looks like it's well polished. It was a little, it was like we thought it was going to be like a, a swashbuckler or like a pirate or a corsair, but they ended up just kind of taking it in a different direction. I mean, it's a welcome one, to be honest. For sure. It looks really good. Because I mean, we we all expected after the first trailer that they were gonna it was gonna have a second weapon that we just didn't see in the first trailer, but no, I don't think anyone expected the the twin blade connection. All right, our next little piece of video today is there is a massive graphics update coming uh, to. 7.0 will discuss uh, a little bit of the system requirement changes that they're going to be bringing to the game as well but i wanted to give a little taste of what they have been working on it looks really pretty i'm actually really excited for this portion of it if the video will play come on now there we go hold on i'll restart it oh. there we go did you see the section they showed in the the uh, in a EU fan fest? This is the EU fan fest stuff, yeah. Oh, okay. If it would stop freezing on me, come on now, video. First one ran fine. This one's giving us a pain in the butt. Yeah, they, they uh, um, I haven't, I haven't fully watched the EU fan fest, but I know they like really focused on like the difference in this like little like blemish on a Lollafell's face. Yeah, and it was, every everyone made fun of him for it. <laughs> Still stuttering, yeah. It doesn't want to play. Is it actually not playing? I was gonna say, is it actually playing? Because it's not playing for me. Bring the I, I can't, I'm listening see from the, uh... I got the music, but it's not playing the content. Okay, the visual? The that's, a, that's a problem that just YouTube has in general, sometimes. I think this is where it really shines, though. The changes that they've made is just the content changes in the arenas like the fe the facial feature stuff is kind of cool but like and i wish this video showed more of it off better but um i promise by the next time we do this podcast we pull videos it's going to be a lot smoother um i'm not sure why it's playing like crap right now but 
it, the hair was definitely one of the big differences. If you can just look yeah. different, that would be pretty well. Yeah, hundred percent uh, Rex. That was one. Of, that was one of the points that they talked about a lot on it. Was um, they they wanted to not ruin the way your character looked. They wanted to keep the same character aesthetic without uh, while updating the graphics at the same time. Yeah, I think I think the what they had done. Um, and we'll push on through to the uh, the system requirement changes because I think that's going to be more important to this. Um, I think the big thing that they did was um, they had talked about some of that, about that being an issue. And I think that um, what they had kind of decided on was giving people the option to kind of stick with the way their character... Like, they didn't make any, like, big, like, facial structure changes, right? So they uh, everything, like, structurally will be the same. I think they're just smoothing out some of the models, but then they're adding more face options was the other thing that they had, had mentioned was adding more I face options. I didn't hear the, the face options one. That's kind of cool. Yeah, because with the new builds, they can do more things, so they were going to be willing to add... They were potentially looking to willing to add more stuff, so I think that's the that's the big takeaway. All right, but big, yeah, big changes. Um, no operating system changes. Uh, a little bit of a processor change. So uh, we do need a little bit more processor on your machine. We moved from eight gigs to 16 gigs of RAM, which to be fair, like most gaming rigs nowadays are coming with 32. So 16 is a drop in the button. Well, half of what you need. It's, it's a, you more than enough. And then moving to an NVIDIA 2060 or 5600 Radeon uh, versus the 97 480. I think this is a welcome change amongst the community. I think a lot of people's machines are at or well above this that are, you know, and yes, right. So this is this is the minimum requirement. This is minimum requirement for minimum and recommended. So I apologize. And These I are mean, minimum like, and recommended. So I think like I'm, this is this is all good stuff for this for the for the game overall. I think yeah. obviously you want the game to have a better life cycle. Being able to bring graphic updates is going to help do that. Um, making things look better, making you know making all those pixels look nicer, and then obviously so still looking at um, whatever hard drive space it takes to run the game. I feel like the recommended like GPU and stuff like that. Those are definitely ones that you can pick up really cheap and easy right now. But like, at like eight gigs of RAM, like the, the picking up a pre-built and stuff like that, you're pretty much getting eight gigs of RAM for like a thousand bucks right now. So that's kind of no. Most most gaming rigs on a thousand dollars are getting at least sixteen. I think you're you're all right on that front. I mean, like we we spend our the the machines that we're buying. Um, I think are are more than capable of running 16, and if not, I don't think getting new RAM is going to throw you back a bunch. It's a couple hundred bucks, honestly. Oh yeah, no RAM is getting really cheap right now. All right, and that's uh, let me see if I got anything else on here. So massive, the massive graphic update that we're looking at, uh, it's going to be great. Um, we do have with EU, they announced the uh, release of the Xbox edition. My opinion on this is. I think you're a little too late to the game at this point, right? I mean, anybody who wants to play the game, um, you know, that was on an Xbox player, you're 10 years in, you know, they would have found another way to either play it or, you know, if they really wanted to play it, they would have figured out another way. So I, I don't see this as a massive swing. I mean, you're going to get some people who really didn't care, but now they can. Um, but I don't think this is going to be this big, massive swing of users that we that that I think Final Fantasy was hoping for. Um, I don't I mean, think it's it might be like a, a big massive swing, but the the big thing is that we we it, you need to keep on creating new opportunities for new players to join in. Sure, and I think thing. that's a, I think that's, a, that's what this does very well. I just don't think that I think if they were th thinking that they were gonna see a ton of people, I don't think they'll put it on Game Pass. I, I just don't. I, I with the with the game being a sub, 
your subscription by itself on Game Pass is less than what this is. I mean, the the base game is still you still have to pay for the base game, so that's there's a right. little difference on that. But I don't I don't know any any subbed games that are on Game Pass. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know anything that requires a subscription that sits on Game Pass right now. Like, I would be okay yeah. with them getting the game itself for free, but they they would need to pay the sub. I mean, they would make no. It would give the leverage to Xbox if they included the game in the sub. In the Xbox, oh, I, don't think, I don't think Square would allow that, anyways, because then they'd be yeah. getting like cucked on their. their... Yeah, they'd be getting almost nothing for it. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see if I had any last little bits here. Um. Oh yeah. Obviously, the one of the biggest things that came from EU Fan Fest and from US Fan Fest was the expansion of the free trial. So, if you haven't played Final Fantasy XIV yet, uh, you now are expanded to play up to level seventy, and that's through Stormblood. Uh, I think the only exclusions on the gameplay are you can't join a free company, um, you can't trade items with other players, um, and you can't do ultimates. But that's really it. You, I mean, that's it's great. You are guild capped, but it's not. It's not too bad. Bad thing. It's not like crippling, trial. right? It's not. It's not a crippling gill cap. I think uh, it's like three hundred thousand or thirty thousand. I don't know. It's. Um, I think it's more than that because the the uh, creating a character on um, Dynamis gives you a million once you hit thirty. Mm. Yeah, I'm not um, sure. But uh, anything you do in the game does carry <laughs> over into. Oh, it is a. It was a sixty trial. Don't know if that I had messed with it a little bit, yeah. Um, but anything you do in the game on your trial when you get to the end of Stormblood and you convert, if you choose to convert to a full-time uh, subber, um, it, it carries over, so you're not, not uh, you're not having to restart. And then um, for those who have played Final Fantasy and haven't played in a while, there's a, a callback campaign uh, until December 14th. It's inviting players to come back, and any net new subs that come from that, uh, the person who invites them is awarded uh, five golden feathers. Uh, yeah, go check out is, your friends list. You can invite people back in yeah. inside your friends list in, in the game. And uh, yeah, so five golden feathers brings them back. Uh, each person that's invited also gets 14 games, days of gameplay. They get 10 silver feathers and 99 Aetherite tickets. And honestly, the 99 Aetherite tickets is almost worth a million in itself. Um, joking, of course, but with uh, with teleport costs being what they are, it is uh, it is rather expensive. All right, well, teleporting it could be like five hundred thousand. Yeah, or no, a hundred thousand. Yeah, true. That's right, Rex. You can't use the market board. Yeah. So you have to purchase everything outright. I think that's where kind of it does, the gill cap doesn't really matter, right? Because you're not like use of the market board is kind of like. You're not spending two million on a mount. Yeah, you're not spending two million on a mount or having to buy gear for atrocious prices. You can you're gonna have to like get it from somewhere some other avenue. Um, I do wish that because items are like when you wear them, they're soulbound that you'd let like players instead of trading gear, let them trade like armor and stuff. So like if I had a friend who was playing, I could give them gear, like get them into gear that was a little bit better. I mean, I understand what they're doing and why they're doing it, um, but. it, it, it's kind of a pain in the neck, right? I mean, it's not a great look. Um, cool. All right. Well, that wraps up uh, the news. Like I said, that was a bunch of old news from a few months ago, but I think it was um, big points relevant. I think the only one that was new news was the um, the pizza emote that just came out. It's a, kind of a big controversy. I remember doing that, um, that 
Grubhub uh, thing. Um, it was kind of a pain in the neck, honestly. It was like I think it was like what after you did it, you had to wait like a week or two in order to get the the the, uh, the key and whatever. Um, it, it, it was between that and the Butterfingers fifteen dollars spend one. That one was another one that was a big pain. In the, the, the last time I was here for one of those was the uh, the White Cloud for the Amazon one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. That was. That that puts you back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like heaven's word. They added the the yellow cloud one now. I think that one's on the the store. Yeah, the yellow cloud is on the Mog Station. Uh, mm. All right. Well, I think we'll dive into topic number one, and that is the content drought. Can Final Fantasy make it through between now and Dawn Trail without losing a substantial number of its sub- subscriptions? Um, Gibbles, what do you got? What do you think? Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, it, it's, I, this is pretty big and people have already been shouting about content drought just over the, like the last half of this expansion anyways, without even a eight month window, nine, eight to nine month window of nothing. Right. I mean, how long is this raid tier going to be, uh, the raid tier? What, when did it drop? Is is it going to be the raid tier for like a year? Yeah, it'll be the ra- it'll be your, the raid tier for over a year. Yeah, um, I feel like a lot of that's exacerbated by the uh, the four they 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 swap to the four month cycle from the three month cycle. Definitely, um, I, I think uh, it's, I think is a is a big thing that happened that, that's that's changed that. And a basis uh, dropped on May twenty third of this year, so it'll be over a year of content yeah. on this particular piece. Yeah, it's there's I don't know there's always the doom singers right uh, the end singers if you will every single uh, time we're at a we're at a, an, an expansion changeover um, I mean I could pull up a video from seven years ago and it's like uh, it, and it's con it's it'll be labeled content drought and it'll be like a heavensward video right um, right. But uh, at the same time, I feel like that when we, there's the there's all the controversy that's been going on from a couple of YouTube videos. I'm not going to name names um, about it on here. Everyone knows. Um, but uh, definitely, I was watching. I, I was watching a couple of things, and one of the things I had noticed that a lot a lot of it I think is getting so so. My my idea on the content is that I have never run out of content in this game i have i've played a lot i have a lot of playtime, and i just never run out of content so even with this like eight month gap i don't think i'm gonna run out even still um i i do understand there's a lot of people who are and i I feel like it's a lot of the people who are who play the game for one um for one thing right there's a lot of people who are like i'm only here for the rating i'm only here for a a, a lolo uh or not lolo the the island right or crafting yeah and i feel like that's 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 causing some problems with it too but um i think some of the solutions they can implement probably is um i i think their best bet is is uh, is just a bunch of events <laughs> what do you think yeah i you know there's been an announcement that they've made that i mean obviously we have the 16 event right which I'll, i i can give my opinions on i i think it's going to be 
I think it's gonna be okay, right? I think it's gonna be fine. Um, but they're bringing back. Um, I think I I expect them to bring back the 15 event um, to bring the uh, the car back into play again. Um, you've got Fall Guys, which is good until December. Um, who knows when they'll bring that back again, right? They they said that that's gonna be an off again on again content pull. I don't know if that means that like each. Yeah, there obviously. Yeah, there definitely will be yeah. a mogul mogul event. I don't know if that one will be massive, right? I think I think they're gonna throw a bunch on that so that they can get people to continue to just like grind all that stuff out before Dawn Trail. Um, but uh, you've got I think Fall Guys. They might change the arenas up every uh every time they bring it through, like so it won't be the same content routed over and over again. But who knows? Like right, they, they spend a bunch of time on that to kind of build it to what it was. Um, I don't know if they're going to be able to uh, push that off uh, that far um, or, you know, or they have to at least refresh in it. Um, I think we're going to get we've I think we've been confirmed to get the Yokai Watch event again. Yeah. So that's a bunch of mounts and a bunch of minions. If you haven't done that before, if you're a newer player and haven't done that, that's been hasn't been around in a really long time. Um, so that'll be kind of fun to bring that back a little bit. But I think ultimately, like those of us that are capped, yeah, fates. Just a bunch of fates, Yay, right? Fates. <laughs> Yay, fates! Uh, uh. Um, I think that those of us that have been around for a while are fully capped ninety. I know I have goals for Don Trail. I know the things that I want to get done. I know Gibbles. I've talked to Gibbles about that stuff. Like I want to do full cap on my alts. Um, but uh, oh, I love fates, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I just don't I think love, that the average that. player is going to be able to make it through. Although everything is fates in this game, everything. Um. I, I feel like they could definitely bring back something, if not the Makai event again, but something similar-ish would be pretty easy for them to implement. So uh, yeah. a, a PvP event that's not necessarily the season. You know right? what would be interesting, even though all this stuff is on the Mog Station, is if they bring back the 13 event. From, like, way back I... when, when, uh, when 14 was kind of created. I actually don't know what you're talking about. Oh, they had like the lightning from like from lightning from Final Fantasy thirteen oh, and all this stuff. Oh, oh, oh! It was like v- the very beginning of the concept of of uh, fourteen coming out. They had this big like thirteen. Yeah, event. I, I, I actually do remember that. Um, my my uh, my dumbass was thinking of the twelve, and then the, you said thirteen, but I thought the twelve for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good point, Rex. Uh, there is a chance that you can get the triple triad, triad card uh, tournament wins uh, without having to really win, right? Because if nobody's on and you sit there forever, you just kind of win, uh, if I remember that correctly. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think it's gonna. I think they're gonna. They're kind of putting the onus on the FCs to build events for their players to kind of keep the keep the time alive i just don't think it's enough right i think you're gonna see a mass i don't think i don't want to call it oh the lightning card yeah yeah that's true that's true i forgot about that it's what isn't it like a free pack right you have to get into one of the paid packs right now to get the lightning card um it moved the event from the tournament yeah yeah, yeah. um uh i think that um, it it's gonna be hard to not see. I don't want to say a max mass exodus. I want to see like a probably like a large sabbatical from a large number of people. I think um, you're gonna see that if you if you're not already seeing it now. I know that there's a lot of players who don't do the five the point five five patch uh, and they save that for like the week before the X pack launches, so it kind of refreshes them back on the story. Uh, I've seen some streamers talk about how they are going to. Um, 
They're going to be shifting their time uh, to... Uh, um, they're going to be doing New Game Plus again to try to get new subscribers to come through and watch because it's, you know, walking through the story again from start to finish. Um, Let's pull up 6.5 and 2 patches. Um, I mean, they've been doing that just in general with Endwalker yeah. because, they, because they moved the, con- the, the content cycle from three months to four. It's really not a four-month content cycle. It's a two-month, and they just split the... Uh, the patches into 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 numbered and and zero fives. Yeah, six five five is gonna come out. I think they said early twenty twenty four. One thing to think of: uh, there was a trial specific to the fan fest. Do you think they're gonna actually fully release it after the fan fest uh, to the rest of the game? Probably. I I think that would be. I, honestly, I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, that, that 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 might add a little, a little something something to it. Um, one thing I was thinking because because we're having such a long, we're having eight months, right? It's essentially two content cycles, for two patch cycles for the game. I mean, like you, I you could swing, especially with the way the story is right now, that they could want or need. Uh, I mean, it's unheard, it's unprecedented, but a point six, right? But yeah i i that would that 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 number would normally include a new another raid tier that raid tiers like the story's done i mean like i wouldn't be opposed to 16 raids but i don't i don't I, that that would include new tome gear new like in general it's it's that that that's a that's a pie in the sky i don't think that's gonna happen but yeah, I I think I, I don't think you're bound to do see that because whereas most most content for Final Fantasy has been like a preemptive um, preparation for the next game. Like they've kind of already said that this patch content has been to wrap up what was done from two through six. So like, I think you're going to see like a kind of a fresh start come 7.0. Um, I can see a, uh, yeah, yeah, like a point, uh, uh, 0.58. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've already um, slated a 0.58 because a 0.58 is when they'll unlock the um, Alliance rates. So um, 0.58 has been has always been a thing um, because they do the 655 to bring the second part of the MSQ content and a 658 will unlock the Alliance raids probably three or four months before the patch before the new game comes out so that people can yeah yeah the, the, the problem is that there's a lot of things that like if they could like throw something in I mean they've got like what eight months before but like maybe a small team could could whip something up in like four months but like anything that they throw in is isn't gonna be is is it like isn't even gonna be a band-aid really it's gonna be like a piece of cloth you put on it because like what what uh, if they put it make a new v and c dungeon right it's they can't give another they already, it's gonna be a slide back on the rewards what everyone has been yelling about right Right. Because they can't drop another like I also think content added is content taken away from seven O, right? So like you have yeah. to look at this as like a balancing act of like anything that they pull development from uh the build of seven point pushes seven point back further. Um and in order just in order to add more content, right? Which is like kind of the double edged sword, right? You want more content between now and the X and the X Pack, but if you add too much content to the X Pack, you take away from the uh from the live content that's going to be pushing through what's going on mj how are you doing man yeah it definitely breaks the the like 
if you if you're not paying attention to the fan fests and you've just been playing the story the and you you finish 6.5 and you're like okay so the story's done and Kryle has a smash invitation like what, what what's going on Right. Um, 100%. Like, and we're, we're, we're supposed to have all the shoehorn for all of the, the story content to shoehorn us into the next one in just 5.5. Five. That's, that's kind of a big ask for that. Um, yeah, that yeah we're, talking about, uh, we're currently talking about content drought, right? So we've got um, Final Fantasy has one more official MSQ patch between now and its next release of its game in uh, summer of 2024. And then whether there will be enough in the game to keep people kind of satiated to keep subscribing, right? Because the ultimate goal of MMO is to make money, right? You want people to subscribe so they play. Um, yeah, summer of next year. Yeah, so we got, got and they yeah. haven't given us like a time frame. It's just been kind of a, hey, it's, you know, when it gets here, it gets here, right? So it could be summer officially starts uh, at the uh, June 21st uh, is the summer solstice. So June to like August, September is technically summertime um, that, that this content could come in. So, I mean, we're, we're. Yeah, well, it's June to August, I guess, right? June, July, August would give you... It'll, it'll, it'll drop the day before fall. It'll be like... What, right. what, what, it'll, what's... And technically, they can't say that it wasn't summer because it's still yeah. summer, right? I mean... Um, but yeah, so it's it's definitely one of those things... I'm going to take that out. Uh, I'll, I'll block the stream elements uh, pushes into the main chat so we can keep those out for next time. But um, oh, it's yeah. definitely something that we... Yeah, we, we need to like kind of... We need to worry about like... For those people who are kind of up to date on content and current, that's going to be a huge deal to not have, you know, not have content between now and and Don Trail. Um, I think Don Trail looks fantastic. I think concept for Don Trail looks amazing. I'm excited for what it's going to bring. Um, you know, that I, I, I'm interested to see some of the technical difficulties that are that are being brought up from like a fact that this is a brand new story. Like we're not continuing on anything. It's a brand new story. Um, but it's it's just one of those things. It's like you know we'll have to see. Yeah, and I feel like they they've they they're putting. I feel like they're putting a lot like all, all not all their eggs, but most of their eggs in one basket, kind of at this point because right. they're, they're like talking about putting like. I mean, they, I said ex explicitly, but Yoshi P is kind of hinted at putting like every single piece of content that we've had in every other kind of expansion. Right, like a diadem type thing for get gathers, an exploration area, um, a crafting zone, like um, what was, what, a restoration, um, maybe another second island or something like that. He they, he keeps on like hinting at like all like Dontra's gonna have everything, but it's like we're we we got this gap in between, right? Right. Yeah, I think that's kind of <laughs> what. Um what we're kind of worried about. Yeah. Um, I think... Sorry, good. But yeah, so I think I think that stuff's going to be... Um, I think it'll be interesting to see, right? You, you've got some people like streamers that have kind of... haven't been to in-game content. They have plenty to do. Like, so uh, like any of the streamers that I talk to that are just now finishing up Endwalker and that are like, they're worried about the, the content drought, I'm like, you have literally nothing to worry about with content drought, right? You can go back and you can play Savage Fights that you haven't done and get the mounts and do the grinds. You can go back and do the... the uh, 
the trial, the EX trials, and do those. You can start doing Unreals if you want to. You can start doing current level Savage. You can start doing the uh, Island Sanctuary stuff. Um, you've got the, the VNC dungeons. Like, all this stuff is, like, right there for you, and you've got plenty of time. Some of us who, like, are keeping up with the story and we're getting these pieces a little bit at a time, we've kind of finished them. Like, you have tons of stuff to do. Don't worry about it. you got Fates. you got all kinds of stuff. Talking about Fates, can you do the shared face to try to get that grind done um what's 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 what was the time between the unreals like we're not going to get another we're not going to get the next unreal come uh five five we're not going to get another one i mean like maybe we'll get one at, at point and in the at the eight just keep keep things fresh because i don't think we i don't think people are going to be like up to doing thornton for Eight months. I think that you will see something on seven o or seven one um, or seven o five. Uh, I don't think we're going to see another Unreal piece of content between now and then. Those are generally done on the solid on the hard number patches uh, is when they change those up. So I mean, you generally see two patch cycles before those kind of get get brought up. Stuff that I would like to see. Um, I mean, things that we're never going to see, right? I want to see a Kingdom Hearts crossover. That's never going to happen. Oh God, um, no. Uh, it's just Disney has strangleholded that, and we're never gonna see it. I mean, I mean, they could just do like Riku. In, yeah, that's true. Like the, the Bite Beast tribes do have a, a bunch of extra content you could do as well. It can cap out Beast yeah. tribes. Look, there, there we go. More stuff, right? Something we haven't talked about. Um, one thing I, uh, I would think would be really cool is to um, make sort of, and, and I mean, like this is something I, I kind of want to talk about. I'll probably talk about another time like more in depth and i might make my whole, a whole youtube video on it myself is um make a four-man difficulty trial-esque thing so like similar to like like the extreme sa- sa- tri- uh, extreme trials but make it four-man and but take uh s- sort of like unreal take 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 final bosses from dungeons give me an extreme or a savage fenrir or Mistbeard. Or I, I hate to see the Kraken. The Kraken's been overdone. Um, yeah. But uh, something like this, like I mean, like I mean, this is this is a lot coming from me wanting a really cool epic anima fight. But um, I mean, like it could be eight man. It could be a, it'd be interesting to have four man uh, esque tr- uh, trial esque things. Just just yeah. just the boss I'm, fight. I'm about to dump into an ad break in a half in a minute and a half. I have to turn my ads off. Ah, okay. Um, so I think we got, we got a little bit of time. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I think I, ultimately, I think no, right? I think you're going to see a big, big group of people leave. Um, I think you'll see a number of people stay in preparation. Yeah. Uh, I think you're going to see a number of people stay in preparation, but I think ultimately um, that it's going to be a hard, hard pass for some people to stick around. I've, I've already seen a lot of people leave. Like we've had members of my FCs just kind of bounce because. They're, the content's just not engaging for them. And I think that's been, like, I know, Gibbles, you've talked about some of that, like, um, the Zeppelin stuff has been very, like, everything after the p- .0 has been kind of garbage, and it hasn't been great, and it hasn't made me want to stick around. I saw a video that was talking about that, and I think it made it a really good example of why people in that space are feeling that way, and that if you look at a lot of the the previous expansions, the content that you got, well, one, it was every three months instead of four, like I've, I've said a couple times now. It was also kind of like you got like one big chunk of like stuff. Like you got like Eureka would take forever, right? But you just got Eureka, or you right. ju- like it, but it, but it was a but it was a big bundle of it in in 
in Endwalker, even though uh, the, they've been spread out more, what you've been getting is like some island sanctuary. You've been getting a, a deep dungeon. You've been getting this. It's 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 a lot of other. It's a lot of different content and not a ton of like one content. Yeah. Cool. I I mean I I think we hit that one kind of pretty hard. Um, great first topic. Um, I think right now what we'll do is we'll take a quick five and uh, we'll come back to discuss the second topic. Uh, I think the second topic is probably going to be a bigger topic, which is uh, uh, player griefing and cheating and, and all that stuff, all the all the hard-hitting oh, yeah. questions. So uh, we'll be back in like five minutes. All right, give my camera a second here to kick on. Come on, camera, you got this. Come on. You believe in it. your camera. I believe in you. There we go. All right. <laughs> All right, welcome back, guys. We are going to move on to topic number two, and topic number two is um, player griefing, player cheating. Uh, is the blacklist enough? Um, kind of an all-encompassing topic. It's a pretty, uh, pretty risque topic for, to be talking about because uh, a lot of people have mixed feelings on it. But um, let's talk about cheating. Um, so I think the funniest thing this uh, X Pack. Um, I don't know if Rex knows anything about this, but uh, the memery that happened in the new raids uh, in P12 specifically part 2 uh, so they had the issue with Dragon Song where people were telescoping to try to figure out where the attacks were coming using an add-on to telescope uh, and then when they uh, when they brought that uh, to head and were dealing with that uh, it was the First so step I in think, discussing cheating is yeah, what, we, what do we cheating. actually consider cheating? So I think anything that benefits you in a positive manner that de that deters other people from playing. Um. So I, I think I, like yeah. So so I think like so FF logs is I don't think I think is a good thing overall because like knowing like it, it it improves the rating scenes like that but then if you start to get into stuff that is like what happened in dsr and i saw some people doing it in top as well where you can see everything visually going on and there's like extra like tells and um things showing up um or the extra telescope uh, where you can see the effects coming in from outside the arena um that's definitely going to that's definitely something that's going to be cheating, right? Um, and I feel like Square Enix's stance on no anti-cheat is definitely like caused a boil of the frog in this whole topic, this whole this whole thing. Like it starts with ACT and then it goes to uh, housing mods and then it goes to your uh, um, your uh, character appearance and then you got crafting auto crafting and then now we have now 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 we have the game looking like wow mythic raids yeah i mean I, let, let me i think i can drill this down a little bit easier i think anything yeah. that gives a player a very clear advantage to the game um be it you know advantage in dps checks or getting higher parses or winning something that re is required a certain number of times to be won in order for it to uh in order for you to be able to get a title let's say like the clipping and cheating issues we've been seeing in the new fall guys content right 100 wins gets you the king bean or queen bean uh title 
you know, anybody who's cheating in order to be able to get those wins to me is cheating. That's 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 my form of cheating. I don't think that like I know this is a hard stance, but I don't think that the use of add-ons that have no effect on anybody else other than the player themselves it should be considered cheating or the use of them should be banned. I think that as long as you're not using the data you receive from those to grief other players, I would say that I think to me is cheating or at least griefing for sure. Right. I mean, that's, that's kind of the big one for me. So I, th- um, yeah, I think the big thing is malicious intent, right? Correct. Are, are, are you being malicious with these things, right? Are, are you using these, these add-ons, these tools to improve yourself and your gameplay and like your, your experience with this game, or are you using it to try and force others to, conformed to, to, to you but like you're using them to, as to information from another person's uh enjoyment yeah. of the game and i mean like that's true just in general of like a lot of like co- i mean like you, you you can have that kind of conversation even without the cheating tools right, right. P- people can still act like that outside of it and even that's not allowed right it's still reportable and i think that comes that's we're going to circle back to that later when it comes to, like the blacklist stuff right um so I think um, I think the DSR stuff and the top stuff was really funny because if, if you guys were following any of the P12S clears, there's a telescoping feature in P12S Part 2. Um, so the game actually itself will telescope out. So it, it kind of deterred the use of the telescoping, right? Because it, it, if you're going to telescope out and then the game's got to telescope out for you, you're going to see nothing on the screen. And that was kind of like the funny like meme of it all, right? That they were just like, eh, it's not showing, like it's not coming through the way we want it. And, um, you know, and, you know, they're trying to deter that kind of use of um, add-ons to be able to create that clear advantage. Um, I think along the lines of things like ACT, I don't have a problem with ACT, but again, as long as you're not griefing another player with it, or, you know, I think it's a very constructive and helpful tool to help people become better if that's what they want to do, but I don't think it's something that you should use to put people down. Um, oh, yeah, no. Along the lines of, of cheating, um, I had a clip, but our clips haven't been really working tonight, so I'm not sure I'm going to play it tonight. Uh, I think we'll post it around our YouTubes, uh, some of the clips that we're doing. Hey, you blinded. Hey, Chaos, how are you? Um, if you guys are following Chaos, by the way, um, please do so. Planet Chaos is a, a great near and dear friend to us. Uh, they do our Savage Sunday raids with us, um, and uh, do does a dancer. We'll ha- definitely have them on uh, on the channel at some point or on the podcast at some point. I think we've got a, a episode lineup lined up for her, um, for Chaos and for um, Conjured Cow. And actually, a massive shout-out to Conjured Cow. Uh, everything oh, you yeah. see in the UI and all of the the transfer changes and whatnot, that's all thanks to, to Harley, Conjured Cow. Um, so massive shout-out to them. If you're interested or need any, uh, any emotes or any kind of overlays or something, please feel free to reach out to them. They do commissions for that kind of stuff, and, and it all looks really, really good. So big shout-out to Harley. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, they're currently at work, but they yeah, also stream, so go follow them. Yep, yeah, go follow them as well. Conjured Cow. Uh, we'll do some shoutouts at the end for for people who are here and, and some stuff. But uh, um, but yeah, I think I think uh, a bigger piece of the pie that I would like to kind of discuss is um, is the character or player griefing. So I know that there's a um, TOS violation for griefing players inside the game via game chat. Uh, deterring them by trying to tell them how to play the game that, that is against terms of service. And I think that's a very positive thing for the community, right? We don't want people being malicious about the way that they treat other players. 
Um, I think where I think it falls short is if you could very clearly show um, who is griefing from an outside perspective um, and their in-game characters, I think that is something that Square should be taking action on. I know it's not a popular opinion because it's like it has nothing to do with the game, but you're using the game. Um, yeah, I think you're using the game to um, to treat people like crap in like Discord calls or in you know in your stream or anything like that. I think that's something that we definitely um, that we need to take a harder stance on. I think us as players need to ha- take a harder stance to not associate ourselves with people like that. I think that's it's to- it creates a toxic environment, and the only way to clean up the toxic environment is to just associate with those people. Um, that's my personal like opinion. A, I feel like as a community, we've definitely gotten <laughs> better about it, like overall. Because I remember my like in um, two point three, my first like the the first time I I maxed out my character, right? I was doing Crystal Towers and Ninja, and I got I I was brand new. I had, I had the wrong gear on because I didn't realize that Ninja needed decks at the time. Um, that's a whole other thing. They shared gear <laughs> with monks, so it was kind of confusing. Um, but. Uh, someone called me out in the middle of crystal tower saying like, where, where, like they were in another Alliance. Right. And they're just parsing the whole, the whole raid. And they started calling me out and stuff like that. And you'd, you'd have it in like dungeons. You'd have it. And I feel like that's, I don't see it anymore really in like party finder or duty finder. Um, like ever just like blatantly. Um, I, I, I run into it like very rare, like uh, occasionally, but I mean like, occasionally now is like once every two weeks I run into it, which is still way too much. But back in the day, back in like heaven's word and a rum born, I'd run into it like every other day. So like as a community, I feel like we've definitely done better, but I feel like there still, there still needs to be steps forward on that. Yeah. I think the big thing for me, um, and I think a great example of kind of how, how we should be reacting to this, right. Is, um, chaos i apologize i'm going to use our our raid story as as a as a way to kind of express i think how we should be properly uh running this through so um we had a situation where we were raiding uh p9 and we had a party finder group up we brought some people in and i think we got down to like two percent uh and after the wipe at two percent we got back into the party to we got back into the fight again to be able to like go in and one of the guys was like you know we would have done better if somebody had picked up their dps and they weren't the furthest one behind and a bunch of us jumped on this like right this is unacceptable behavior in my opinion this is the behavior that we don't want to see where it's like you know we're not completing this fight because other people aren't doing their job right that's not the point of the game the point of the game is to have fun and push through if you don't want to have fun and push through I don't know why you joined Party Finder, right? Party Finder is what it is. It's just where it is. But we all jumped in and said, well, how would you know, right? How would you know that that person wasn't upkeeping their end of the DPS without some kind of a parsing tool, right? So I think, like I said, I like parsing tools because I think they benefit uh, players uh, if that's the tool that they want to use to better themselves. But I don't think it's the onus is on other people or random people to be telling people what to do unless they're asking for that help, right? Um, so I think that's where, like, griefing can kind of be. Or, like, you know, telling players in the middle of a fight when to use their particular skills if they didn't ask for that information. I think that's another one that we've seen a lot of where, you know, hey, uh, use your thing here. You know, I think if you're discussing, like, myths before you pull the fight of, like, where you're going to place them, that's one thing. But, like, being mid-fight, 
and telling somebody, hey, don't forget your standard step. Oh, hey, don't use shake right here. Um, and you have no idea like like that this is their first time or how they've introduced themselves to the rating. Um, I think that that kind of creates the environment where we want to avoid. Yeah, definitely. Like, like use these uh, use these tools for the individual or for your static as a friend towards each other, but not towards like random people, especially when it's unasked for. Right. Um, and I, I definitely feel like one thing that's really interesting to me that I, I just realized. Yeah, it's dick measuring. <laughs> one thing I just realized um, is that I feel like it, I, I, I've mostly seen it with dancers. I think that's just, it's also kind of a thing that dancers has low DPS in general. Right. Um, they have low DPS, least, but they have high DPS. utility, which is why. They... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they have low self DPS. Right. And it. Um, and I've so I've seen people call out dancers the most, which I think is a really interesting thing that like maybe they should kind of like they, I mean these people need to check themselves anyways, but maybe they should think about like why they're always calling out dancers on their damage as well. Yeah. Um, I think the big one. Uh, so we'll touch base, touch a little bit on the blacklisting stuff because I think that's a big, big piece of it. Um, I personally don't think that blacklisting goes far enough, right? Um, if I blacklist a player, that player still has me in their friends list. If if we were friends and I blacklist them, or uh, if we were friends and they and I no longer wanted to be friends with them, um, then I could remove my friendship from them. But it still keeps the friendship on their side. I know this is the same for like weddings. Like if a, if one of the partners in a marriage decides that they want to break it off, um, and they they discard their ring, the other person still has access to the ring and still can teleport directly to them. That to me is like. That's not the right path, in my opinion. I think this nope. is a very wrong nope. way to do it. Um, I know that there have been some people using add-ons to um, to basically make players that they don't want to see because they've been griefed by them disappear from from their game. I think that's a more appropriate use of, uh, of Square Enix's time when it comes to blacklisting is that they just literally keep you from being able to see them in your game. I know that's a big lift. Ghost them? Oh. Um. Yeah, yeah. I I think so, Rex. I think of the RMT stuff. I think if you went back in your in your list, you would find that either those names. I can't remember what happens when a user is deleted in your blacklist. I think they just turn into yeah. You have to clean it out once a week. I think they just turn into like no longer receivable or something. Well, they should they should turn into like it, what they are in like your friends list, right? Which is uh. Yeah, unable to retrieve. Un- unable to retrieve. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so you have to go in and, and clean out the unable to retrieve uh, spammers, right? Because they end up getting banned, and so their characters are deleted. Um, Wait, because they're not deleting their characters; they just stop using them once they start to get caught. Right. Um. So it's 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 interesting, but I think like uh, I think they need to do better. I would like to see if there's one thing I would love to really see in the game, and I apologize for reaching towards the camera, but if there's one thing I would really love to see in the game is. Um, is like a in order to limit how many users you put into like so like I, I like Gibbles knows this I have three three characters that I raid with so at any given time I could be on any one of those characters helping out given like who I'm helping out when I'm helping them out so like my main runs with my static which is Tuesday Thursdays I run with uh, uh, Kulotic Memers uh, on Sundays using a character and then my other character is a float character that I use to kind of help like if Gibbles wants to run uh, clears on his alt I can run that on copycat um 
But I, I, I wish they would do, and this is, I, I literally will say this, this is the only thing I want to pull from WoW with the exception of Transmog, which is a whole other story, um, is uh, I want to pull like a, like a um, battle pass name that just tells the person what character they're in in-game so that they could just invite those characters from a game perspective and have it as an overarching, like, hey, this user has these, these characters and you can pick through. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I mean, friends lists are limited, right? But uh, uh, a uh, a system uh, friends list slash blacklist. Yeah, I think a system blacklist would be really nice, right? You blacklist them and blacklist them on all your characters. Um, yeah, I think that's the um, biggest issue, right? That Rex, because it's like if you if you block somebody from on your blacklist or put somebody on your blacklist, but the party lead of that PF doesn't then they can end up in your game because that party lead can still be seen by the player. So it's it's one of those things it's like that that should be another thing that kind of spans the game as well where it goes in and says anybody who's on any of these blacklists can't be can't see this party finder. Um it just it I I think that the game could do better in my opinion. I, I honestly think that they could do a better job of of uh, cutting out that kind of stuff. They, they have almost no... I had a friend who was getting griefed by an ex in-game, um, and they had almost no recourse for them other than to tell them to move servers, right? You should never be telling a player to move away from their friends in order to solve a problem with being griefed in a game. Um, like, it's that's too much. I actually had an instance of that personally. <laughs> I, I ended up... Cha- I unfriended, blacklisted, changed my character name, and changed servers. Um... Yeah, it was it was uh, it was uh, an ex that uh, we had a massive falling out, um, and they played this game pretty religiously and had some friends who would show up at my um, house in game and with where I had like the book and stuff like that where you could like leave like comments. Right. They would leave a bunch of like hate comments and stuff like that in it. It's just bad. Like it's bad. It's bad form, right? Yeah, you like that's another thing, right? I think that they should expand the housing options to be able to only allow people within your friends list, right? Yeah, friends. Yeah, for, it, like instead of like open and, and closed, they should have a friends only section. I mean, right. like every other video game ever for like your to like join your group has a friends only, right? Yeah, I think we'll end up doing an episode on housing in general because I have I have qualms with the way housing is right now and and how they could have done better. Um, uh, hot take, right? Uh, I think that the Science of the Dawn should have been an instantable instantable uh, area that you could build out, and it would have been a base home for you. And if you wanted extra homes from there, you could have. But th- that's for another conversation. Um, and, and I can go in more in depth on that. Uh, it's a. It's oh, a I, I, I think that'll be good because I'm actually in favor of their original. Housing idea plans and stuff like that, and yeah, um, <laughs> uh, um it's, it's yeah. So I think I think like the housing stuff needs to be updated for sure. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we got, we like yeah, blacklist. It it needs to be expanded. It needs to be. Uh, I feel like blacklist needs to be system wide, not character wide. It needs to be more in depth on making sure that you're not being interacting with these people, <laughs> and uh, it needs to be like just. It, it, I don't necessarily know if like removing off of your friend. I feel like probably this is the right answer, but I don't know if it's if there's like instances where people are gonna like say like, oh no, I don't want that. 
um, of like if you remove someone off of your friends list, it should remove them off you off of theirs as well. I feel like that's generally a good thing. I don't know if there's anyone who has an example of not wanting that. I think um, a combination of like because if you did like what you did right, where you unfriended, blacklisted, and then moved to another server, yeah. if if they still know what your character name is. Theoretically, they could find you again, right? With a mo- with a more unique name, yeah. you're easily findable. Um, and I think that like being able to remove somebody off your friends list and then being able to do a, like a name change would keep them from being able to find you as easy. Yeah, oh, and that's why I did change my name <laughs> too. Right. Um, but um, yeah, hundred percent blacklist needs to be expanded. The functionality of it, and they need to do more to stop. Uh, griefing outside of um, like even outside of like raids and, and content, right? Because there's going to be a large portion of this game is role play and um, and just people people chilling in in Limsa or whatever they're doing, right? Um, just G posing with each other, and if there's any kind of controversy in that, it's 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 harder to deal with those people that way. And well, yeah, if you blacklist them, I believe you can't see their chat, but the person next to you can. If you're talking to someone, you're trying to make a new friend and this person is actively griefing you, they can walk up and be like, hey, this person, blah, 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 and like cause a whole problem with them. Right. Yeah, I think I think we'll end up doing like a, a really good, um, a really good episode on housing where we talk about those kinds of things. But yeah, I think I think. The, the housing situation could literally be solved in a pretty fast instant. Um, I think they just use their old spaghetti code to kind of think that they could do it, and, and I don't think it ended up working out for them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, they so they sort of did. Well, they sort of did, right? So um, just to touch on that subject, they, they made it so that somebody couldn't own multiple FCs. Um so I mean, I, you can't uh, you can't tell an FC that they can't have as many members or as little members as they want. That's just not how like the game's going to work. And I and I don't agree with telling like having having to have a certain number of members in order to be able to purchase that. If you got money and you've got a group that wants to build an FC house, then I I'm all for it. I I don't I know of people who own almost entire subboards, uh, sub subsections just from like between like having a personal house and a free company house on each of their characters before the fix. And I think that's a problem, right? I think, and and this particular person was actually buying uh, people out of their houses and buying people's FCs. Um, So I think like that stuff is like, I I don't agree with, I think. I mean, I remember back in the day, that was the only way you could get a house. You had to just, you, you had to just buy it off of someone. Um, yep. Essentially, like, unless you wanted to sit there uh, for forever. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, well, even then, you were you were like lucky if a house even opened up. I remember, like, I'm talking like heavens were days where every single house was taken in every single ward, and yeah. the only like they like it was rare one would drop, uh, but there was always like one or two for sale on the on the party finder. And I, I also think that the housing housing in general needs to, and we'll discuss this again on our housing episode. Um, yeah, housing in general needs to be. Um, a step up program in my opinion I think you need to start with a small and then move to a medium and then move to a large I I don't think that like with the new lottery system that people should be able to jump directly from 
smalls to larges or not having a house at all to a large. I think that's I don't I don't agree with that. Right. Some of us Makes went sense, through yeah. the times where it was you had to stand in front of the post and try to ping it until you get to the right spot. And, you know, I spent, and, and I spent, I spent 36 hours on, right. on one. It's it's <laughs> it's monotonous and dumb. And I, but I think that a step up program would kind of give, you know, small house owners an opportunity to kind of move themselves up if they wanted to. And then like entry level would bring you into kind of a smaller home. Yeah. So I think um, that is a, I think that's a good answer for that, too. Yeah. Um, I remember a time uh, people would relocate instead of buy plot to cheese the wait timer. Yeah, because yeah, you could instantly yep. reload, right? You, if you had, like, mm-hmm. that was the joke, right, Joy? Like, Housing Savage was a one-time thing, right? You dealt with Housing Savage, and then uh, once you owned a house, you were free and clear to move wherever you wanted, right? If something was open, even if there was a timer, you could bypass the timer by just reloading into it, right? That That's sort of kind of what I'm talking about, right? So getting being able to go from, like, a step-up program where you get in the door... But it's something a little more like, hey, you've had a small, now you can go to a medium. You've had a medium, now you can go to a large. Like that kind of a program to me, I think would be more well met than those that are just like jumping directly into larges. Because some of us that have been like bidding on mediums with smalls for the last, you know, six months, you know, you get somebody who just has never had a home, just walk in and take it. Right. It's just one of those things. I mean, not nowadays. Right. You're putting a lottery bid in and you're just waiting for the bid to come out. But I think you see a lot less people that were like. I'm only buying a medium. Well, why don't you get a small? And I, and I recommend this. Like, Hovia, I was watching Hovia's stream the other day, and they were about to buy an FC house. And uh, and somebody was like, well, why don't you just get a medium? And I was like, why don't you get a small? Because then you can get, like, in there, you can get your subs started, you can get your... Um, Literal community. Yeah, community. Oh all paid, and, 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 and an extra sub. Um, Keep up the ports. Yeah. Uh, the main calm down. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> like they were like, why don't we go for a medium? And I was like, well, the mediums are hard to get, right? You're going to have like 30 or 40 people bidding on the mediums. Why don't you get a small, let people get their FC um, room set up, get the subs and the, you know, and everything else set up then, and then move into something like a medium. Once everything's been set up and you, you know, you have time to move and you're not waiting. Like, you could be waiting months to get a medium, right? I mean, granted, the benefit of being an FC and trying to go for a medium is that you can have multiple people bid on the same house. Um, oh, yeah. And only one of them wins. So, like they, or, or multiple so people all bid on different plots. Yeah, on that, I'm uh, in Dynamis, there's still plot, there's still wards that aren't open. Yeah, they're in the game. You can go in and there's like five wards you can just go into, this, but none of the houses are uh, available to buy. Most and of them are FC wards, aren't they? I don't. I don't think they're listed as as either FC or personal. Uh, it, they're just there's unpurchasable. There's five wards that you can just go into, um, mm. and you cannot buy any of the houses. Um, I'm trying to so hard grind out like 120 million gil so we can have like three FC members bid on a on a large whenever it opens up. Um, yeah. But Maybe I mean, like, I also remember the time. I was always mad at anyone in heaven in Heavensward or Rumborn, um, anyone who owned a personal like medium and up. If they if they, if they yeah. had a personal large, I like hated them. I was actually mad at them. Like, no, leave those for the FCs. You you can buy a small. You you like you you can you can deal with the cottage. But I mean, like that kind of mentality's done and over with with the 
ward split a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's split technically. Well, I guess it depends on the server, but I don't think it's split near I enough. I mean, like, Dynamis is completely split, right? Because it's... Right, right. It was I, think all, it's like, it was, I think it's only, like, nine FC wards, and the rest of them are personal capable. Personal and FC capable. Are they um, personal and FC capable? I thought it was only personal. Oh, it's, uh, yeah. Some of them are personal um, and FC capable. Some of them are personal only, but some of them are personal and FC capable. Yeah. Um, who used to pay, play this game but hasn't in years, who own a large house. Yeah, I mean, like, I they shouldn't that do it that own it anymore, but unless they, like, log in, like, once every, like, two months to make sure they, they don't uh, run out of their housing timer. Yeah. I think, I think we'll see some kind of an announcement for housing, for a new housing ward come the JP uh, uh, fan fest. I'd love for a... Uh, um, Old, uh, uh, old Charlian housing. It's not gonna be old Charlian. It'll be either uh, hot take. I, I'm gonna point it out right now. Hot take. Uh, it'll either be Crystallarium or it'll be Garlian. And they'll do uh, if they do Garlian, they'll do a firmament type do- deal where they have you go in and repair it, and they'll just have another like firmament type activity. Hot damn it. That freaking! You wish you had this plot. Oh my god. Um, I want Smileton housing. That was that's another thing I was thinking of was like moon housing. I I feel like there'd be moon housing before there'd be um crystarium housing because there are no like people live in the all of if if you go into the back of the crystarium you can see these like long hallways of like essentially like motel rooms like hotel rooms and that's how where everyone stays in the crystarium from what I understand. Yeah, um, I, I think you could do Yulmore housing. But I think you're going to see... Yeah. I think the more logical is that you're going to get some kind of a Garlean restoration. And it's going to, you know... I can definitely see Garlean restoration as as the, the crafting thing. That can, uh, instead of Ishgard restoration, a Garlean one for Dawn Trail. That'd definitely be a good, yeah. um, a good ad for that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. I, I don't think we... Uh, I think we kind of diverged a little bit, which is fine, but... Um, oh, yeah. Do you have any topic things for the last little bit? Um, let me just look at my notes real quick on the griefing. Oh, you know what is one thing that's really interesting? I don't have you ever have you actually gone through any of the reporting process for anyone? It's a big kind of a pain in the ass, to be honest. It is you have a to pain take screenshots and provide screenshots and Well, like even even like finding the reporting is like excessive. Uh, yeah. I, I, there's plenty of times where I've had to like someone's in limbs and like, hey, I said like a really bad incident. Can someone tell me how to report? I don't know how. And I have to like a uh, support desk to, to contact us to report harassment, right? Report cheating, whatever. And like it's 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 so out of the way and kind of hard to 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 find. Yeah, it is kind of a pain in the neck. I, I, I kind of feel like there should just be like in system in your system menu. There should just be like a report or a, a, a report. Um, right clicking a player should give you an option to, yeah. be able to report that player. That as well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. It is a, a bit of a problem. It's almost like the game is griefing you not to report people, right? <laughs> the devs being like, "I don't want to deal with this, so don't do." Don't want to deal with this. Why are you guys reporting this person? I don't want to deal with it. Oh, God. 
Yeah. So uh, <laughs> leave Yoshi P sure. alone, guys. Just leave he's him busy. alone, guys. Yoshi P's busy. He's got two games he's working on. Um. This is for RMT. Oh yeah. Yeah, RMT is super like, easy to report. Yeah, even with like full receipts and stuff like that. Like I had, um, I I was in a, I was doing, I remember what I was doing. I think it was Diamond Weapon or something like that. And these people I was with just like they would spawn and run off the edge, and they, um, yeah. and then you'd res them, and they take the res and they just run off the edge. Um, and I I tried to report them, and they and like I don't think anything ever happened with it. Yeah, I do want to shout out. Thank you to the five users who are currently watching on the YouTube page. That's super awesome. Um, oh, if hell you're yeah. Not, if you're not following the YouTube page, uh, it is, uh, it's in uh, a bunch of the shout outs that I did in other people's discords, but it's youtube.com at Beards of Light. Uh, so youtube.com slash at Beards of Light. Um, please join there. The more we can get people in on the YouTube page, the easier it will be to actually be able to snag a Beards of Light name uh, without the at symbol. Um, so I think we need a certain yeah. number of users, but uh, please could jump over there. Uh, we will also be taking these, and I think Gibble's going to chop them up for us, and then we're going to throw them up onto Podcastle, which will allow you to be able to watch and listen to them on your favorite podcast service. I think the this base services should... we're looking at is... Uh, Sp- uh, Spotify, Apple uh, Podcast, and Google Podcast. Yeah, this VOD should be available on YouTube afterwards, right? You, you Correct. It'll be available directly afterwards. Yeah, and then I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna make highlights and uh, some YouTube shorts and stuff like that on for on the Beards of Light, and then we'll be uh, we'll be posting it on the actual like podcast stuff if you just want to listen. We'll also be putting up some of the shorts onto the TikTok page, so yeah, we can get that one up to a thousand. We can get some people watching on that as well. We'll pull that in. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think oh, that's yeah. gonna wrap up episode one for us today. Um, I do want to thank uh, again. I want to thank uh, my co-host Gibbles today for having a great uh, great discussion. And uh, I think every time we jump into your uh, your Twitch page, we start having a discussion, and and Harley has to remind us that we have to save some of the stuff for the podcast that we can't. Uh, can't continue to have our takes, man. hot take okay. conversations. Uh, some of them will actually re-bring back up. I think the the gear one is definitely one we're going to be talking about. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, a, a big shout-out to everybody here who's been watching. Thank you guys so much for for joining us on the, the dawning episode of uh, Beards of Light. Um, you know, I, this thing kind of ran fast track, right? We we talked about it and we're kind of like, do we want to do a podcast? Do like, would we have enough to do oh, yeah. a podcast on? And I think we do. I think we're we got we got some good episodes lined up. We're planning for the future. Uh, um, so definitely definitely excited for what all that's going to bring. Um, yeah, uh, Gibbles, do you want to? kind of mention out your schedule like when people can find where can people can find you and see you next i know some people are watching from your uh twitch yeah, page right so now I, but i stream um uh, on uh, at, at twitch on, uh, on twitch at twitch uh dot tv slash gibbles destruct um you can find me on youtube uh i post i tr- i'm trying to post there weekly um I'm, it's a lot of hot takes today actually went live uh, a video of me talking crap on exploration zones because apparently all my videos are just hot takes uh but 
Yeah, and you can, uh, I'm live uh, Monday through Thursday at about 6 p.m. And then on Saturdays and Sundays, I go live about 10 a.m. This is all Pacific time. And Saturdays and Sundays, I usually go really long. Um, Sundays, me and Kula, we are we raid on at 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, we just no, 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 we, we didn't do P9. We almost cleared it. We were in LC2. We almost cleared P9. Yeah, we got through almost, almost cleared through it. LC2. It was good, good fight. Yeah, we got, we got two more people to to get to get P9 clears, and then we can start working on some P10 a little bit too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, you do you have your schedule worked out? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we have obviously the podcast on Mondays, and then uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays I raid um, with a midcore group. We call ourselves uh, the uh, Cuisine Team. Um, and uh, we're currently progging P12S, um, so we do we do that twice a week. Uh, this week will be this week's gonna be a little weird with the holidays. Um, I think we're progging tomorrow, and then I'll be doing my Wildcard Wednesdays, which is my Wednesday stream. That's a non-Final Fantasy stream. Right now we're doing Boulder's Gate three. Uh, I think my expectation is is should I I hope to get through Boulder's Gate quickly. I think I've been doing some offline play and I'm uh, just to kind of keep myself rolling uh, in the gameplay. But um, I want to do Hollow Knight after my 24-hour stream. Hell yeah. Um, so I'll play some on the 24 hour stream and then take it into my, yeah, uh, uh wild beard nymph emerges from the forest. Nice. Uh, I mean, if, you, and, if you watch my YouTube videos, I, I, I record them all in the woods. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, and then, uh, Fridays are my days off. Saturdays we do a DD campaign, which that was super duper fun last week. Um, so those who tuned in, thank you guys for coming in. Uh, I think we went pretty hype train before I was even before we even started campaign, which was kind of cool. So uh, a lot of fun there. Um, and then uh, Sundays, obviously, yeah, we're cool out of memeing uh, with uh, with uh, chaos. So um, yeah. in both in both real chaos and blinded chaos, right? So it's it's been it's been super duper fun. Chaos. Um, I think uh, just as a, as a shout for next week, uh, our next week's episode, uh, let me pull what we kind of have worked the title to be. I believe it's um, the new player experience. Um, so we have uh, our first guest on our next week's stream is uh, Wraith of the Nine, um, who is super excited to be on the podcast. Um, we've been talking it up, and he's kind of excited to be part of that conversation. Um, so episode two is... Um, new player experiences versus uh, like what the new player run is through like ARR and things that they've adjusted and those for those of us who went through the old <laughs> the old super long drawn out extra 60 uh, quests through ARR um, have kind of burned us into like just paying for the skip on all of our alts right um, and then um, being a Final Fantasy 14 streamer the differences between um, a sprout coming into it and working their way through the game full stream and the, some of us who started streaming late uh, in our gaming Final Fantasy fourteen gaming careers, where we were already doing end game content, how that how that is different, uh, and being able to compel audiences to watch us do end game content versus those that are going through the the emotional pain train that is uh, Final Fantasy fourteen and being able to have people kind of leech off of that. Uh, our last topic for that one will be um, actually a great one that MJ uh, will hopefully see next week 
is uh, features that we would really like to see in the game. So we kind of discussed some of them tonight of things that we kind of would like to see. But I think like things that aren't in the game uh, that we think that should be in the game. I think Rex, you kind of touched on simming. That would be another good one. That would be super good. Being able to run the fights through without having to worry about damage, just so that you can start seeing the mechanics to kind of get yourself in the right place. Um, I saved, I think a, I saved a good feature for next week for uh, next week that me and Rex so, came up with the other day. Yeah, so I think uh, great. It's going to be a great episode. Like I said, I, I've talked to Wraith uh, pretty pretty regularly, and he's super excited about being a part of it and being in the thing. And uh, I think we'll show off some clips from Wraith uh, before he jumps on. Um, I, I've got some good ones. I pulled some real good ones to to uh, to play for him. He's got some pretty uh, amazing hot takes and. Um, if you're not following Wraith of the Nine, please take the time to do so. He's a he's a great bean. Um, but I think that is going to wrap up episode one. Uh, Gibbles, unless you have any other comments, I think we'll wrap up. Uh, no, I don't got anything. Really? All right. And I think I think uh, different from what we normally do. I know Gibbles sometimes just end stream, but I I normally rate out. We are not going to rate out today. We are just going to end stream tonight because rating between both of our accounts is going to be chaos. Oh, yeah. um, so <laughs> we are going to end stream tonight. Whether Gibbles chooses to get on again after this, it's up to him. But uh, um, I'm yeah, going to be doing day. a I'm going to be doing a tell retell. I don't know if I'll I'll get back on stream or not. But if you guys want to hit me up in Adamantois to do some tell retells on the Unreal, I'll be there. Nice. So uh, I, I might be around on game for a little bit, but uh, thank you guys for tuning in for episode one. Uh, and we will look forward to seeing you guys next week. Take it easy. Bye.